You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome, welcome. It's another awesome Sunday. It is another awesome Sunday. My favorite day of the week. Yeah, actually mine too. I look forward to it all week long. Because they give us a microphone as silly as they are. (laughs) And then we get to talk. And then we give you the hot mess and we're all happy. Yeah, so Sergey and I are in the studio another hot mess Sunday. This is a big Sunday for us. Yes. Lots going on in the next two hours, so we'll be talking about that. But also we'll do our just our typical welcome to the show. Mm -hmm. It's cold Mm -hmm. outside. And I'm not okay with that. <laughs> you see, I can't believe you, you don't like it. the cold, but I love Ugh. it. I love the fall. I was driving uh, downtown from from my house up up north, and um, I was driving down uh, Monroe, mm-hmm. and I see all the trees and downtown buildings, and, and the, the colors the, are beautiful in the far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love but I'm also I love bitter, Spokane fall. Bitter and single. So oh, that's kidding. You're not. No, I just don't like the cold. I not, and you yeah. are annoying, and you love it. And I, <laughs> oh, I wait still... till it wait till it snows. I will be in here jumping up and down, and I will, and I'll be the grumpy guy. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love the snow when I can look out at it or mm-hmm. play in it, okay. but not drive. Well, okay, yes, the driving the driving part is not the best, no. but they clear it out in about two weeks. <laughs> so, I mean, just Depending wait till where weeks. you at. Yeah, but also, first, there's two things that. Because, you know, I have to worry mm-hmm. before I borrow worry from tomorrow all the time. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of it is you have to make sure you have your tire. Everything's ready, right? right. My car's working. Yeah. Otherwise, I have spent many a time in other people's front yards with my car. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> want to do that. Uh, but secondly is, uh-huh. let's talk about drivers. Like, yeah. I am a big defensive driver guy because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I've been in, lived in different cities and you learn very quickly that you just need to be on your game. Yeah, exactly. And, um, Especially if you're on the South Hill at all, oh. and it snows, oh, no. probably oh, no. call in dead. Yeah, don't because don't go down people Freya. People are crazy. Do not go down Freya. And they don't seem to understand. Mm-hmm. Even though, pretty sure we went through this the year before, and the year before, and the year before. Yeah, but every we year. We every year. don't learn by habits. Well, exactly. And Spokane has so much snow every year that we should be learning. Remind but we're me not. again why I moved from the South yeah. to the <laughs> Northwest, where we have snow. Because you it's, know? it's Washington, and well, it's perfect. Because it's beautiful, I will give you that. We have all four seasons, Jonathan. We do, and I want two and a half of them. <laughs> what you want? You want fall for like two days? Yeah, that's, that's fine. it. Just and the then colors. Spring and summer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I lived in Tulsa. This yeah. is what we had. Um, but we want to talk. We have been doing some fun things. We have been down. If you haven't been down to PatCon, mm-hmm. which is our version of Comic Con, it's down at the Performing Arts Center. Yeah. And it, today's the last day. And yeah. Sergey and I have spent the last two days down there. It's um, been it's been fun. There's fun things down there. Yeah, so if you haven't been down it. there, we encourage you to go check it out. We're even going to give you some snippets, some little sound bites uh, next week's show. Yes, we so are. So you can see. And we talked to, you know, just a little teaser. We talked to a great uh, gentleman who mm-hmm. runs a gay comic mm-hmm. store and has gay comics. And he was just wonderful and amazing. And you can go down fun. and dance very on fun. his uh, little red... Uh, shag carpeting yeah. <laughs> with the disco ball because he set it all up for because it's more than just a the, booth yes it's for it's everybody. for fabulous people it is for fabulous people. so we're going to talk a lot more about that uh as we move forward mm-hmm. but yeah so that's mm-hmm. pretty much our check-in but we don't want to waste a lot of time yeah because we have first hour is a big hour everybody it was announced um of course in the minute i saw this announced on facebook i jumped on it and i got a mm-hmm. hold of carol and, mm-hmm. um so the inland northwest LGBT Center announced closing at the end of the month, and everybody seems to have 8,000 questions and opinions. And uh, we are actually, we have Carol Earhart in studio with us. She is co-chair of uh, that organization, and she, in the first hour, we're going to dig in, yeah, dig our heels in, and just talk a lot about all the questions that everybody has. She's uh, gets to say the things that they want to say on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, there's criticisms mm-hmm. and praise just all mixed together. In the yeah. community. It's, Lots of opinions. It's a dramatic, dramatic topic. It is. Juicy. 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 Which is our favorite description that someone uh, told us yeah. that we have a juicy <laughs> interview. But what's more fascinating, it's a highly emotional. It really is. It, it means a lot to the whole community. Yeah. It, and on all sides. On all so, sides. That's the thing. So we are here to to 
I don't know. There's a lot of people out there listening today I know that maybe haven't heard our show before because they heard that Carol was going to be on the show. So I'm mm-hmm. excited for us to get a well-rounded thought process f- from inside yeah. of what was going on. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fun. So we're going to do that in the first hour. In we the second are. hour, we are going to have Gays with Kids, which is a wonderful website and organization um, that help gay dads. They're two gay dads. They have three children that they have adopted, and they... Uh, couldn't find resources for them when they adopted their children. They looked online. Just, you know, things mm-hmm. that they need mm-hmm. to know as these as these two dads. But not only do we have um, the two founders who are going to be in uh, calling in for the next hour, we also have a local man in studio with his son. His here today is Michael and so and his son Daniel. And they're, uh, they're patiently waiting in the other room with the mm-hmm. Schmierer who the is back there room. with them. And we're excited. And we're going to talk about yeah. that. You know, yeah. uh, Sergey is young and doesn't have kids and... I have a dog, but I do plan on having (laughs) 8,000 children one day. So this is going to be a lot of fun for the second hour as well. So lots going on. There is. It's going to be a really packed, um, unconventional, I'd say. For Uh, us, yeah. yeah, Unconventional show. So sorry, we will not be talking about too many hot topics or Mm. the dish, but we are going to be talking about one big hot topic here in Spokane. Yeah, that matters to everybody here. Before we dig in, we are going to take a quick song break and... Uh, Jonathan, Bet Mil- Midler, Midler has a new out. album coming out. Yeah. And if you're a, a gay man in my generation, then, you know, you've been waiting mm-hmm. for this forever. And actually, Logan Lynn, who was on our show a few weeks ago, has yeah. been dying all over Facebook um, for her album to come out, which is interesting because he's, you know, very techno pop. Yeah. His music is very much that way. But Logan Lynn's been excited. I'm excited. She The album does not drop until the 2nd of November. Um and so this is actually, they've only released two songs from the mm-hmm. album. And I don't remember which one you have there, sir. Uh, this is Be My Baby. Yes. And it's this is from the album, It's the Girls. And it this is, is yeah. she takes on yeah. girl group songs, uh, kind of celebrates them. And so this is her version of Be My Baby. Hey, this is Steve Garrido. Listen to Outspoken on KYRS Drama. And that was Steven Garino. That was last oh. week's guest. He was so That's much right. fun. Yeah, he was. He was a he was a great guest. Yeah, good so, time, good interview. Yeah, remember to watch his show on CBS. Uh, this is the week that he is yeah. on Marry Me. So. Yeah, that's right. Okay, but now let's get into the first hour. We have a special guest in the studio. Her name is Carol Earhart. I always mess up your name, but I think I got it right. Uh, Carol Earhart, who is co-chair of the Inland Northwest LGBT Center, just mm-hmm. announced that they will be closing their uh, doors, the brick-and-mortar doors, um, at the end of this month, lots of people out in the community are very curious about what's going on. So I want us to start, first of all, by welcoming you to the show. Thank you for taking time. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And to start with, let's go into just what happened. How did this decision come about? Um, well, I think it's not so much what happened, but what hasn't happened. And uh, what hasn't happened is... Um, bringing the whole community together uh, to make sure that we can succeed. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of one of those kind of things. Not so much what happened. This has been an, a very long, drawn-out process. Um, the board has actually, the only um, thing that has kept this uh, center running for the last six months, we've been paying all the bills out of our own personal pockets. Sure. Um, mm. So... So, yeah, it's kind of a, a complicated situation, and we had to eventually sit down and go, okay, this doesn't look like it's going to change. We need to decide what's best. Right. And now mm-hmm. the the center itself has been around for quite a while, like mm-hmm. 96. 96. 96. And there has been, like, one other time, I think, mm-hmm. that it's gone through, like, a pause. Yes. I would say. So... With all of that happening, I'm sure it's a highly emotional thing for, for everyone. I'm sure the board, as well as we already know, the mm-hmm. community. So how have you guys been dealing with that? Have you had a lot of people, you know, coming with questions mm-hmm. or? No, not so much. Um, you know, certainly it exploded on our Facebook page. <laughs> That's yeah. the, the most public views, I think, of any post ever <laughs> that we've ever put out there. Yeah. Right. Um, so certainly a lot of people are, are upset and um, you know, we're just as upset. Um, you know, we, we held on as long as we possibly could uh, trying to get things to turn around. But going month to month, month after month, um, yeah, because you were on our show, I want to say springtime. Yeah. But it was during when you guys made the move 
from uh, closer to downtown Spokane and then out to the valley. Right. Um, and that had the same, that was, um, I was, I'm trying to think of the word, but that, that was motivated by the same, but you the know, same that there was, so exactly. this is, um, has been a money problem, mm-hmm. quote unquote, since, I mean, going on since right. then, because that was part of that. It's been a money problem it. from day one. I took over the center in 2009, late 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, even then, you know, the only money we actually had in the account was for a grant for the Komen Foundation um, at that time, which was strictly for the use of uh, providing a, a training for doctors and nurses um, in the medical community. So we didn't even have really funds at that time. Um, we joined forces with Inmix and and were able to get a a space um, that we split rent on, mm-hmm. um, and even at that time, the board was paying the rent until we could get you know things going, um, and with marriage equality mm-hmm. and, and all the things mm-hmm. up, you know donations did go up, but they've never actually met the actual cost of what it takes to run the center. Um, so, you know, since we moved, we you know we the purpose of moving was to cut three hundred dollars a month out right. of our expenses, right. which we did. Um, but we're still paying out of pocket. So. Sure. Well, it sounds it sounds like a lot of that is out of pocket, and also donations. Is that was there no fundraiser or uh, bigger, um, you know, money source that? Well, it's a catch twenty two. Right. Um, we've applied for grant after grant after sure, grant. Sure. Um, but when you're in arrears, it's tough to get a grant. Mm-hmm. Um, which technically, when you're not making money and you don't have money in the account, you're in arrears. Mm-hmm. Um. And most grants fund specific things, not operating costs. Gotcha. So those are few and far between anyway, and right. the demand for those are outrageous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we have had uh, fundraisers, but right. low attendance. Gotcha. Um, if we don't gotcha. get, we had to cancel the zombie bog jog because we had less than 10 partis- participants. It would have cost us $2,000 to put it on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to some, let's, an- we're going to go through public criticism. Mm-hmm. Obviously the center has had a lot of it over sure. the last, you know, decade. Sure. Um, everybody has an opinion mm-hmm. of something. So we went about and asked people, so let's talk about the money thing really quick. What sure. does and, and because we want to see this side of it as well. A lot of people have publicly criticized and said that management of money has been a big <laughs> issue for the center. You right. being involved, what is, how do you answer to that part? I know. I, I hear that a lot, mismanagement of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't mismanage something you don't have. Um, we're talking two to $300 a month in donations and $1,100 in expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing to mismanage. Um, basically it was putting the two to $300 in donations in the checking mm-hmm, account mm-hmm. and me writing a personal check out of my personal account to cover the rest of the money. Now is part of it, do you think a PR thing, part of it, sure. uh, maybe a marketing thing, mm-hmm. um, you, that maybe they should have been marketed differently. I know it's been said that some organizations step up before, you know, saying let's help you at mm-hmm. the center put on, and then. The public, of course, opinions that came out saying, well, then it wasn't taken forward. Do you think, and you were mentioning lack of attendance on certain things, do you think part of it is a PR issue for the board or getting Um, the word out, the marketing? I think a lot of it, you know, again, you know, it's Mm -hmm. all is all complicated. Um, You know, certainly we, we know, we put out on Facebook, we promote as much as we can. Um, PR is always difficult. Uh, it's even more difficult when you can't pay $1,500 for an ad in right. the Inlander. Right. Uh, you know, a little tiny ad in the Inlander's $1,500. Um, and if you already can't make rent, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so, it, it, you know, it's kind of like that little snowball at the top of the hill that rolls down and then the problem just gets larger and larger and larger. Um, unfortunately, it's a society where you have to have money to make money. Yeah. And, um so we've been going month to month since I took over in 2009. Right, right. Well, so. I mean, the LGBT center is such a community thing, and it sounds mm-hmm. a lot like the community wasn't there. And I don't know, talking talking to people, especially in, in the younger ages, um, people who are just out of high school and college, you know, they have GSAs in colleges and high school. And so they were, a lot of them were ever aware of the LGBT center existing. Right. And those who were aware said they would only go there every once in a while. So mm-hmm. do you think that the decision to thing. move, it kind of impacted it harder when you guys moved to the Valley? 
Um, not that it was going gangbusters right. up here, mm-hmm. but do you think that also played a part in, in the demise? Um, uh, it didn't help. Um, but, you know, we had to make the best decision we could make. And um, when uh, SAN lost their funding for Inmix mm-hmm. and we took over 100% of that rent, well, 100% of that rent was 950 a month. And we could rent this space that was larger than what we were already in for 620. Right. So, yeah. you know, it had to be a financial decision because if we couldn't do 620, we sure as heck are not going to do the 950. Right, right, right. Um, and what do you say to people who criticize and say, on the board itself, they call the board very dysfunctional, which let me tell you from someone who's been on a lot of boards, I don't know a board that is not dysfunctional. Right. But they, the criticism has been there's two people working there rear ends off on the board and everybody else seems so apathetic what how do you answer to things like that being that you're you know the co-chair sure sure there's nobody that doesn't work their high knees off on that board um it is a working board um whether you see them you know in the center or not um there's all kinds of things that need to happen, phone calls that need to be returned, websites that need to be maintained, emails that need to be addressed. Um, you know, there's behind the scenes and, and mm-hmm. on the scene. Uh, so you know, unless you're actually sitting on the board, it's very difficult to actually say. And know what's going on. And know on. what's knowing, right. going on. Be on the board. Now, so obviously we know that there's been a lot of criticism, but sure. let's talk about the other side. I mean... Um, there's also, there's, I think there's fault in, in all parts. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. as a community, we also have to look at what it is. So a lot of people come and they have very passionate, and I appreciate those very much, very passionate opinions, but you guys have passionate opinions on your board as well. Mm-hmm. So what are your, you, you kind of uh, touched on them earlier, but what do you say the, to the community now that you guys are closing your doors and there, there's a lot of blame being thrown around? What is you guys' response? Well, gosh, you know, that's just tough. Um, we've done all we can to keep the doors mm-hmm. open. Um, and uh, it was not an easy decision to make. And, and quite frankly, we should have closed the door six months ago. But we were holding out hope that, you know, we could get this to, to turn around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what it really boils down to is we have uh, five committed board members all of us work full-time jobs. All of you know, half of us go to mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of us are starting new businesses in ad- addition to working full-time jobs. Um, you know, it. You know, time commitment is what it is, and we can only do what we can do in that spare amount of time. Right. Um, on the other, the flip side of that is, we need the community to come out. And we needed them to attend their fundraisers. We needed mm-hmm. them to come in the door. Um, and, and, you know, that just wasn't happening either. Um, you know, I don't believe in finger pointing because I don't mm-hmm. believe there's any mm-hmm. any finger pointing to be made. You know, this is what it is. Um, there's still a need out there. Um, we'll still fill what we can of that need. Yeah. Um, just what's going to be missing is the brick and mortar. You can come in the doors. Sure. Now, do you think, did you guys reach out to community members, like maybe specific community members? Oh, you know, that's been asked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I wish I was one of them. There are members <laughs> out there in our in our community, the LGBT community, that do have money and, you know, mm-hmm. that do have a lot of influence. Did you reach out to specific people? We have reached out to specific people. Um, you know, really, at the end of the day, we have history that, that follows. Um, mm. There's this huge myth um, that's been out there for long before I even took over the board about we have this huge stash of money that we don't tell anybody about. Oh, wow. um, I can tell you right now there's $21.47 in our checking account. Um, so where if you know if somebody does know where that stash of money is, I'd love to know yeah. where that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it does not exist. Sure. Um, so, sure. we yeah, that whole mismanagement of funds thing, that whole – you know, it plays a part. And mm-hmm. um, well, and then you you bring up that everyone on the board does you know a full time job, and they work their mm-hmm. their hiding off to um, you know to to make the LGBT center work. And and talking to people, I've heard I've heard rumors. Maybe they're rumors. Maybe they're rumors. I don't know. Um, that people would volunteer, and then they nothing was was you know do, like done to help 
they wanted to volunteer the LGBT center. Yeah, yeah, they offered to volunteer, and then mm-hmm. they wouldn't be accepted, or they didn't hear back, or they. It, it seemed to them that you were blocking out volunteers, and. I don't know. That's a, the, I. Th- I thought that was an interesting thing because for me, I, why would anyone? Well, it's not interesting. Want we get and, a lot of requests. I'd like yeah, to volunteer. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you go, sure, great. This is what you need to do to volunteer, and then we never hear from them again. Okay. Yeah. Um, then others would show up um, to volunteer, and, right. and uh, would start taking part, and then, oh, I got something better to do. Um, right. And. You know, maintaining a long-term commitment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that arena it was always difficult to find people that would continue um, after they said they would do something. Um, I would love to say I'm fabulous at answering every email that comes over, but right. I get 200-plus right. emails a day. Uh, if I sat and answered every single email I got every single day, that's all I would do all day. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I'm not as as quick at a response, but, uh, certainly, you know, we have responded, you know, I've sat and waited for three hours for somebody to show up for an appointment to discuss volunteering and have them never arrive. Right. Okay. Um, what do you think is, um, what causes the apathy to be that, that extreme? You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I wish I knew, um, what that was. Um, I've been trying to understand it for years because mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't understand it. Um, you know, I was raised to make a commitment and you follow it through. And, you know, that's just kind of how I live my life. Uh, and I don't think it, it's not a criticism on others who haven't followed through. I, I really think that when they're looking at volunteering, it, it's not the same type of a commitment mm-hmm. sure. as, say, going to a job or, you know, it's an entirely different type of commitment. It's a commitment that makes you feel better as a person. Um, even if you're just sitting there watching Harry Potter, <laughs> you know, all day, um, you were there, you know, doing something that could have potentially been meaningful because a suicidal person could have walked in that day. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody who's experiencing de- domestic abuse could have walked in that day. Um, so you never know what's going to happen. But I think it's that personal um, it's not as important if I show up um, as it would be if I showed up to work. Sure. Right. Yeah. And the monetary uh, inspiration and yeah, motivation. Yeah. The instant reward. Right. Instant reward isn't yeah. there. But at the same time, so when we look at, you know, there's lots of public issue right now around the country with, you know, the decline of gay bars. Mm-hmm. And people don't need that because online has taken yeah. over kind of the social aspect. But at the same time, there's a groups that are able somehow to make it work. Um Odyssey, mm-hmm. you know, out there doing things, uh, outspoken and putting on pride every year. Did you reach out to figure out why is it that those boards seem to be working and bringing in stuff and why something's not going on over here? Was huh. that ever something that was done? Odyssey almost closed 18 months ago mm-hmm. due to lack of funding. Yeah. So it's, um, so yeah. it's not, this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, surprise, surprise. Um, this is, this is the same in every single nonprofit. Um, just because of the, of appearances doesn't mean necessarily they're not, also struggling. I don't know of one nonprofit that isn't struggling. Sure. Um, the difference is, is that we have rent to pay. Odyssey does not. That's a donated space. And I think that's interesting to point out some of those things as well, because just like people have opinions on the outside of the center and what's going down and mm-hmm. what's happened, we also don't know, even though maybe our public outlook on certain organizations on the outside is, is better, mm-hmm. we don't know, like you said, what's going on back there. So, I mean, I think that's an important important fact to keep in mind as we judge Absolutely. you know as we go around and we judge these everybody's uh going around but uh, the other thing about the community on on our end of things is the talking big um mm-hmm. it happens in mm-hmm. all it's mm-hmm. human sure. that there are you know we call them armchair quarterbacks we call them snipers we call them but they talk a really big game and yet in the end isn't is there really an answer to this or is yeah. it just he said he said she said uh, um, no, I think that's an excellent question. Um, anytime anybody has asked me a legitimate question, regardless of what it is, I've given them a, a very honest, straightforward answer. I don't beat around the bush. This mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. you know, this is how I feel about it. This is what I think. This is what I'm seeing on my side of the fence um, is going on. Um, so, you know, that being said, 
a lot of these people that sit there and, and armchair quarterback or sniper have never even walked in the doors of the center. They yeah, don't even know yeah. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. They haven't donated one dollar. They've never attended a, a fundraiser. Um, they just like to sit back and throw stones. And, you know, fine. If that's what they want to do and that's what makes them feel better, um, it doesn't save the center um, from, mm-hmm. op- you mm-hmm. know, from closing from this, from this, you know, place. But at the same time, um, if I'm always responding to these constant attacks that are just so ridiculous, uh, you know, I saw one the other day, you know, how dare you call it the LGBT center? It should be the GLBT center. So what? I'm supposed to wow. spend 10 minutes of my 20 minutes of my wow. time defending why somebody, not me, chose that name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and what, I'm supposed to spend another $800 to have the name legally changed because you don't like the G in front of the L, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to pick and choose your battles. And frankly, they're just not worth my time. Well, and on the flip side of that, I mean, I personally, I've experienced good things from the LGBT Center. And I know a lot of my friends have found support there. And I know that um, there are a couple of GSAs that you've you've actually helped start. And so does the positives of everything you've done for the past year, I mean, the positive bigger than all the negative uh, backlash or not? Um, no, I think so. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Um, we have done exactly. an incredible amount of positive things that just often get swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, we were instrumental in getting R71 passed, which was the expansion of just domestic partnerships. Right. Um, we're the ones that pulled all the community groups together and worked towards getting that passed. And we did get it passed in the mm-hmm. city of Spokane. Um, we were, you know, right on the front lines when the Westboro Baptist Church came to town. We organized um, how to safely protest. We had sign-making days. We were there on the on the front lines at every single location. We were, we were on it. Um, I've done personal debates with R71 and R74 with our opposing sides, um, you know, in studios mm-hmm. and... Um, on the air. <laughs> Why um, is it that you think then that over since 96, because mm-hmm. I, uh, way back in like 2000, I don't remember, but when uh, the center was down on second, I was on the board then. Mm-hmm. We had a PR problem at that time as sure. well. Um, yeah. Why is it, do you think that it seems to be a lightning rod at the LGBT center to bring in such criticism? Uh, it seems to follow. Well, you know, we are the lightning rod. I mean, really, um, we are probably the most visible mm-hmm. of all the community organizations. Um, and um, we are the hub. We have been the hub. We're the go-to place to find out where to go, um, sure. which makes us, you know, a target. And everybody can do it better than we can. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. just. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's board yeah. positions open. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Always board. <laughs> And at this juncture, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the pointing fingers, like you said earlier, is moot. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. center is going to close. Yeah. Um, and that there's always three sides to every story. Sure. And, you know, the opposing sides and the truth. So, I mean, obviously, we all need to just realize that this and maybe it doesn't help mm-hmm. right now at this juncture for us to throw a lot of stones and to be. I'm not saying that everybody doesn't have legitimate things to say but sure. it's not going to do us any good at this moment because right now the center now there's a hole in mm-hmm. the community right mm-hmm. um can you talk to us a bit about so with the center closing are there certain holes that can be filled by other organizations certain holes that it's going to be tough for a while until someone steps up can you talk to us about that hole in the community um the biggest hole that is that is going to be out there is just playing a safe meeting space um the book group is uh, now looking for a, a new location to meet because um, they've been have been meeting there. Um, we have hosted PFLAG outspoke can mm-hmm. board meetings. Um, you know, gosh, we did a sex. You know, we were meeting with sex workers um, for a while, um, having their meetings um, at the center so that they could get help um, for whatever their challenges are. Um, Pretty much anybody that has come to us and said, we need a safe meeting space, we have opened the doors um, to them. So that's 
um, now uh, going to be gone. There is no one else that can fill that space. Um, Odyssey is 20 and under. It's by charter. Yeah, you can age out. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and SAN doesn't have the space, one. And two, that's not what they're what they're mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. um therefore you know other other things um so we were the only other entity that actually had a physical location so that's that's gone yeah. um the resource center or resource library of course will be packed away nice and neatly in boxes and and uh, <laughs> in a storage unit somewhere right mm-hmm. um so that's uh, going to be gone do you foresee any organization or person or something, do you foresee anyone stepping up uh, to to try to create something? And do you, what would they, in your experience here, what needs to be different for someone else to be successful if they want to step up and try to fill these voids? It's, it's tough. It's a tough void to fill. Um, you got to have the money. Yeah. Um, you got to have the time commitment. And... And you have to have the people commitment to keep it going. And unfortunately, and I was talking with somebody else not that long ago about this this type of stuff. And basically what it boils down to is there's a handful of people that run everything. Mm-hmm. And we get tired. I mean, Yeah, it's been said in Spokane that there's, especially in the LGBT community, there's 20 people. Uh-huh. And those 20 people are the ones that are out there doing the work. So, yeah, um, yeah. and whether that's true or not true, I mean, that's something that has to be addressed mm-hmm. if someone wants to step up. So as these, it sounds so, um, it sounds like such a sad out, outlook. Well, What's going, it, it but is, it's true. It is. Well, there I mean, are holes not being filled. The situation in Spokane is that, you know, we see something wrong. We don't want to fix it because it's too broken to fix. So no one does anything to fix it. And we keep going so through effort. this cycle where it's broken, 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 broken. And uh, we we have to find a way to get out of that. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, we, Sergey and I, as we mm-hmm. were out even at PatCon, I mean, one of the things that comes up is we have these two camps that are going out there for a lot of things. And one camp says, well, there's no need mm-hmm. to, for that to be filled because um, mm-hmm. we can get mm-hmm. things on the Internet now. And we've we have grown so far as a as a world community yeah. that you can get your needs felt. So why it. That I think it's been criticized over the year, actually. Sure. I've seen it talked about, well, there's no need for the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are closing. Do you think that is a support of that opinion or this is we do have a need for this? I, I think it's ironic because mm-hmm. it's there's no need for the center. Then, you know, OMG, the center's closing. Right. Um, you know, so um, when, when I first took over the center, um, somebody made a comment to me that were the security blanket of the city. Right. They don't necessarily want to go visit. They don't necessarily want to support it, but they want to know that we're open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that has actually become so true <laughs> over the years that I will never forget that, that that comment being made, you know, what, six years ago um, to me. And it still haunts me to this day. It, it's, it is indeed true. Um, they want to know that we're open, that we're there if we if they need them, right. but we don't yeah. necessarily yeah. want to support it um, in the long term. Right, exactly. Where 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 they like knowing that there is one, but they're never going to use it. I mean, so many people you ask, oh, well, how do you feel about that? Oh, well, this is a bummer. Okay, well, once what what did they do for you? Um, well, I. I looked on their website once. It's you what know, they did for other people exactly, that I've heard exactly. stories about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. I heard they did something for uh, my friend Pat over there. Right. I mean, we. I don't think as a community we use the resource to its fullest extent. Well, and, and I think that's a big reason that. Let's speak to you know Sergey has been put uh, putting together our GSA tour yeah. as we call it. Yeah. But you've talked to a lot of these young people, and yeah. we were talking about this. This opinion that there is, well, mm-hmm. there's no need. Well, yeah, for that's it. a. And you shared with me some of what these the youth are saying, which is they right. feel there is. Well, tell us about that to talk to the people who are saying, what are you whining about? There's no need for that. Uh, well, resource. Y- like it's that. interesting because uh, for some of them, you know, they they're in the younger uh, demographic, and so in the younger demographic, it's a lot more accepting, and so they say, well, we don't really need it. It's not. They go th- behind the the argument that it's not. Uh, gay meeting it's not a gay club it's just a club because it's just people and while yes that's a perfect world that's where we are aiming for right now we're not in the situation i mean washington yes has 
uh, same-sex marriage is legal here. Idaho now has that. But, I mean, we still go through all the hurdles. We still have a lot of fight fighting to do. And, honestly, a lot of people still have families where they don't support, support them. And it comes down to that. It comes down to the personal. And so a lot of people who have come from a, a, a bad background with a religious family or a, or a con- conservative, yeah, non-accepting family, um, all of them say, well, it's it, – where where do I go now? And they all realize they have Odyssey and uh, schools have GSAs. But, I mean, in the end of the day, they still need a place to go to because it really isn't, um, you know, all just a marriage or a club. Right. It is still very separated, not because we choose that, but because, because that's, that's how it world, is. The world works. And we so, have to work with that. As the center winds down, I mean, you're in the week you're going to be, it's Friday, it's the 31st. Yeah. You guys will have closed the doors. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily is, you won't have a brick and mortar location, which, as we've talked about, is going to be for groups and things that the, the center was used for, is a big um, impact on the community. But you're keeping an online presence. Yes. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that and what that what that is. Real. Um, really, and that's really uh, you know, frankly, where most people do associate with this is online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get a lot of people in the door, um, but, you know, those people, you know, once or twice they got the resource they need and now they just follow us online anyway. Um, really, our, our brick and mortar is really the safe meeting space, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the one-on-one personal interaction that you might need initially to feel comfortable. Um, so we will still be on Facebook you know, posting sure. our opinions and right. and making people mad because that's what we do best. <laughs> um, and uh, the website and and stuff will still be available. We'll still have fundraisers. We still do plan on doing the Rainbow Awards um, right, right. this uh, in December. So is, so is the board still going to be active just in a different capacity? And just basically, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to where it was prior to me um, being um, on the board. So um, we'll be. be just strictly online via the, mm-hmm. and then, right. you know, once we do raise a little bit more money, we can get the phone lines reactivated. I just personally paid for the website to get it online for another year. Oh, wow. Um, so, um, you know, once we get the phone lines and stuff reactivated, um, you know, then it's just a matter of paying the storage unit. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's and great. support is where it's at. The support is where it's at. And Outspoken does receive support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. I will have this memorized really you soon. You will, very quick, because we want him to keep supporting us. But That's if right. you have just joined us, you are listening to Outspoken on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And in this first hour, we are joined by special guest Carol Earhart, mm-hmm. who is the co-chair of the Inland Northwest LGBT Center, not GLBT, LGBT Center. <laughs> and she is here talking about the closure that was announced of the of the doors at least of the physical building um here in spokane Mm -hmm. at the end of the month which is friday Mm -hmm. uh and we are just we've been talking about what's going on what happened community opinion which is very uh volatile right now and then as we move forward uh we just spoke about how there's going to be an online presence (laughs) and what's come what's to come what's next and what's next and on the on what is available resource wise to people as you continue in the online world what things it's all of the community resources and communications can be got there. Yeah, what, what yeah. Are they? Uh, you know, really, um, most of the emails and stuff I get are we're planning on moving to Spokane, or we mm-hmm. just did move to Spokane, or the Valley, or wherever. And you know, where's a safe place to live? Where do I meet community? Um, you know, where what where do I go? Where shouldn't I go? Right. Those types of questions. Um, we get questions from parents who have a child and they're looking for resources because the child's expressing um, things that they're not real sure about and they mm-hmm. want to know how mm-hmm. best to work with this child. So uh, most of what we do to the one-on-one with the community is the same as we will continue to be doing, and that is providing the resources they need, the best fit for what they're asking for. Um, it's a domestic violence situation. I'm going to refer them to these agencies. I know mm-hmm. these agencies yeah. are safe, right. and they can. And these are the people you need to talk to at these agencies. Um, 
and the other things will be one-on-one support. We do work one-on-one with the police department, and we will continue to work on one-on-one with the police department when there's an issue in the community. Um, so really, it's, it's just providing the best fit for what's happening to that individual at any given time. And, you know, going back kind of a little bit back to the things that we do and why the perception is what it is, we don't jump and announce from the building, hey, we saved this person from a domestic violence situation. Hey, I visited this person in the hospital because um, he or she was injured due to a Mm -hmm. hate crime. Or um, I spent two hours on the phone with somebody who had... I can't stand up on and, and announce those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because you haven't seen a lot of stuff doesn't mean that there isn't always stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody knows but us. Sure. And it's 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 good to know that at least the core support and the foundation, you know, mm-hmm. the people are there behind behind the LGBT center. Uh, even if it's an online presence, the people are still there. And I'm I'm just wondering if there is a way for there to be resources where people can find a safe meetings place or safe places or if there's, you know, uh, LGBT friendly churches or LGBT friendly <laughs> this and that, you know, places where people you know can find alternative ways to do what the center has provided. Sure. Um, and, and there are. Um, right. It looks like the book group will um, possibly be meeting at a restaurant from now on. Okay. Um, but uh out Spokane's meeting at, I believe, 9 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, the Lincoln Center. They're meeting at the Lincoln Center right now. Um, so, you know, finding other stuff is just going to go on the wayside. Right. Uh, Stitch and Bitch uh, met once a week. Um, you know, it's hard so, to say where they're sure. going to move to. As now winds down, mm-hmm. you're still keeping the board. Is there? Do you look back? Because I feel like every board obviously has dysfunction. All of us who are on boards can learn mm-hmm. Different things. Do you feel like, I feel like the center has been here a few times. Yeah. Is there a way, do you look back at the way the board has run for the past over a decade and say, it needs to be different and we're going to take different, is there ways to look at that and try to, Mm. to learn from those things and Um, as you move forward? I mean, certainly it's been a learning experience for me. (laughs) Um, Wow. Kind of like from the pot to the kettle, you know, type thing. (laughs) But, um, yeah, there, there's so much you need to change, and and unfortunately, every nonprofit board mm-hmm. um, goes through um, these hurdles. Um, just kind of the way the nonprofit world works. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the lowest number of people we've had on the board since I started, um, and simply because we've had people move away, we've had people right. get sick. Uh, Matthew passed away. I mean, right. you know, mm-hmm. other things besides. Just center stuff has happened. Um, Can people still, let's say they, I mean, as basically you guys are reforming kind of what's going on, the mm-hmm. online presence and everything, can people still get involved? Yes. Can they still get in touch and say, you know, I want to be part of the board. I want to, you know, see and if we, I can help. Gosh, please, please, please do. The center doesn't have to be closed for a long period of time. Right. Um, but we do need new and fresh energy mm-hmm. on the board. Mm-hmm. Um Frankly, both Andrew and I, we're at the end of the line in January. Um, We've both been on the board for six years as of the end of January. Um, And according to our bylaws, (laughs) um, we cannot hold an executive position as of the end of January. So we term out, um, which leaves uh, two others left that have any history. So, yeah, we definitely need Mm -hmm. um, new, fresh blood. Do you see on the horizon hope that this can resurrect or is it time to for someone to come up with a new plan you know what do you think as you look forward yeah you know what's coming for the board it's the the center has been reinvented so many times uh you know once upon a time it was strictly a come hang out place that's the whole intent of it because there was no other hangout place Mm -hmm. where it was safe to go and be yourself um when we reopened five and a half years ago that wasn't the need. You could go hang out in other places and be perfectly safe. Um, so we've re- we have reinvented over and over and over again. What the future looks like for the center is what the community wants it to look like. Mm-hmm. But the community has to be involved to get it there. The, the people on the board can't guess what sure. that is. Yeah. Well, then is it 
possibly a rebranding situation where you have to start over completely clearlessly and say, okay, this is whatever you guys had thought before, whatever you knew about the old border, heard rumors, this is this is a brand new thing. Sure. Um, I, I, I think it, I don't yeah. think it can hurt. Right. Yeah. right. Um, and there's nothing that any of the board members have done wrong. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 under, I understand the roles. I mean, you know, that. I mean, certainly well, yeah, I heard yeah. plenty of bad things about exactly. the previous board to exactly. me, too. But, you know, um, I, you know, I also know now, five and a half years later, that, um, you know, that was a lot of BS, too. Mm-hmm. These were people mm-hmm. that worked just as hard as I've worked to get this far and weren't given their their due. Right. And after sure. six yeah. years. So, you know, when you're co-chair of board, you get to be the the basically the face, mm-hmm. uh, the the one that goes and does the interviews when right. things go happy or things go not happy. Um, after six years of having to do that, do you foresee putting yourself in that position? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, I've I, been called the spokesman of the community so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get a lot of you get a lot of good and bad that goes mm-hmm. with that. I get a lot of good and bad that goes with that. Um, I will say that one of the things that I am most proud of, as far as what we have accomplished, is that we have accomplished a very good working with relationship with the media and that was something that had not existed up until a few years ago um and and i'm very excited about that because i think it's Mm -hmm. put a whole Mm -hmm. new face on the community of spokane because the media had you know pops in in their truck and says can we do an interview right now and we go yeah we can or they have my number and they call me and say can you meet so um that is something that i'm very proud of um you know Mm -hmm. used to be you know, they would come out and, and film Pride and we'd get like a three second blip, you yeah, know, yeah. on there. But now we actually have connections and we actually get airtime and it's mm-hmm. not only at 11 p.m. Right. So right. Um, I, I'm very a real proud voice. of that. A, a real, real voice. voice. Yeah. Yeah, more uh, well-rounded community, yeah. which we've always been, but they have finally decided to notice. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but I, but I will feel really a lot better about going out to dinner. And go, not having somebody go. I recognize you from somewhere. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, no, no, you. Don't. I just have one of those faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think you know. Part of me says, oh, there should be. If people are so upset mm-hmm. as we've we've witnessed, there should be a public forum and everybody should share their opinion. I honestly think, though, prior. I think a lot of healing has to happen. Mm -hmm. I think people are so emotionally, for whatever reason, attached to to this organization, whether they bothered to show up or didn't show up. But there are a lot emotions are running so very high within Mm -hmm. our community um, on all sides, you know, for pro. We love the center um, to, you know, the criticisms that have always been there. But don't you think there's probably some time first that people just need? Oh, yeah. To heal, mm-hmm. to because we cannot learn from each other and figure out how to fix things. Yeah. If first we, our first instinct is combat, and especially yeah. to take everything so personally, it is yet. Yeah, it's well, very this deep. isn't personal, and and it, exactly, it, yeah. And it's really no. It, it, there's no one that's more affected than the board, um, because we have put our own blood, sweat, tears, and money yeah. into making sure that the center stayed open. So you're not going to find anybody more emotional <laughs> than us, you know, that meet every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there there does have to be healing on all sides, um, and there does have to be some time, and there does has to have to be a conversation at some point that says, "What is it that we need the center to do?" Yeah. And then there has to be the inevitable follow through because we can sit and have that conversation all day, but without the follow through, it's just not going to yeah. happen. A lot of talk does nothing. It's mm-hmm. the action that follows it that changes the world, to be right. honest, which is what we do uh, strive to do here. Yeah, we ta- we change. have the talking part <laughs> down so well. Yeah, we do. And we we're do. really good at that. Yeah. I do want to mm-hmm. say where, so the website you said is up. It's taken care of, so it's going to be up for a while. Where yeah. can they go in case they're listening and they don't know mm-hmm. where they can go, at least for resources? Where can they go? Um, you can send us an email, you know, info at the LGBTcenter.org. Mm-hmm. Um, I do try to answer <laughs> as quickly as possible, sure. especially if it's a, if it's a real, you know, right. high demand need. I do mm-hmm. try to get on it right mm-hmm. away. Um, and uh, other than that... Um, you know, most everybody's going to point back to us. I mean, you can try to get a hold of Outspoken or IMBA sure, or any of the other, sure. but general led that they'll end up pointing back to us and say. And your website is again. 
the lgbtcenter.org. So, and there's lists of also resources on mm-hmm. there as well. So right now in the interim, as every all the dust settles and then you go through the business of what this week is going to be to actually close down the the, mm-hmm. the physical building, in the interim, as we figure out, as we move forward, it's important to remember that that website is there. Yeah. That they can email. And also, I would assume they can also email there if they're interested in somehow being a part of the board or figuring out what the future is, being a part of that. They can go there as well. Oh, absolutely. Or find, you know, on Facebook. And you can Facebook us, and and then we have more people who can respond. Um, If you email it, it comes directly to me. Um, If you Facebook it, then there's six other people that can see that. Right, right, (laughs) exactly. So sometimes if you want a faster response, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's faster to go. Um, by Facebook. But. Exactly. Well, I want to mm-hmm. say, Carol, that we appreciate that you came by on a Sunday morning when life is not only crazy, I'm sure, <laughs> in personal life, but also in closing down a, a huge organization like this um, for taking time to kind of answer what's going on mm-hmm. and to the community. And um, we have to say we try to take a very middle stance here. But I will say to everybody who's listening, the important thing is mm-hmm. we can either get bogged down in the negative and we can get bogged down in whose fault it is. Or you can do what is way more uh, helpful, which is what can you do now? Yeah. Um, there's nothing we can do about changing the past of anybody or who did what. But what we can do is decide what can we do as we move forward. If, if we are so passionate you know, about our opinion about what's well, going on, what and, can we do? And also realize all the things that they have done, you know, all the mm-hmm. positive effects of it, not right. just all the... You know, emotion behind it. All yeah. the all the real change that has happened. Because yeah. as we snipe that. at each other, yeah, nothing gets done, and we just take out those of us that are trying. Mm-hmm. Even if I stumbled along the way, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I do want to say I appreciate it. And as a co-chair, it you know you have to answer all of these crazy questions. So I appreciate you coming in, and I know everybody who's been listening is going to have a lot of opinions for us. <laughs> and um, feel free, we we can we can take it. We'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> so. But please Feel know it is not exactly it's changing the way it looks. Mm-hmm. So please, mm-hmm. if you want to be a part or you want to to help or you want to, you know, be in there at all, please go to the LGBTcenter.org, um, you know, to find out what you can do and yeah. to email them. And again, we thank you, Carol Earhart, for being here this, this morning and for talking about this not easy subject right now. No, that's not easy, but we do appreciate you asking honest questions. Our pleasure. So we're going to take a brief break here in a second. Mm -hmm. um, And we're going to be welcoming gays with kids and a wonderful uh, gay father here in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael will be on the air with us as well. And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to yeah, so that's going to be a so great interview. It's going to be a call-in and an in-studio. So um, so it might be extra hot messy. Yeah, so we will <laughs> ask you to bear with us, but right. that's going to be great. And, and you know, with, with everything going on with the LGBT Center, I think we just have to have faith. 